Due to the mature content of this program, listeners' discretion is advised. Thanks for tuning back into the Depth of Darkness, the podcast that dives deep into all things dark and wrong in this world. We're your hosts, I'm Mandy. And I'm retired Major Hugh Jess. Coming at you. In your face. Today, we're going uh, down kind of a weird route here, but I've always been inspired. I don't want to say inspired. I've been intrigued by cults. Inspired is a little more involved. Uh, no, no. But today we're going to be talking about a very specific cult, specifically the Superior Universal Alignment Cult. You ready for it? These people are weird as shit. That's all I have to say. Lady was yeah. freaking weird. So we're going over a set of four articles. Me and Hugh are going to go back and forth on this. But to start off, the first article we're going to go over, it's io9.gizmodo.com. And the article is titled, Six Lesser Known Cults That Will Give You More Nightmares Than American Horror Story. And this was written by Beth Elderkin on September 11th of 2017. So to start off from this article, Valentina de Andrade was the leader of a 1980s UFO cult called Superior Universal Alignment in a remote part of Brazil. So obviously she's Brazilian. Yeah. She claimed to receive messages from extraterrestrials that God didn't exist. Rather, Jesus was an alien, and he was going to send a spacecraft to save true believers from the end times. However, her prophetic beliefs came with one caveat. All boys born after 1981 were possessed by evil and had to be purged. That's uh, a lot of people. (laughs) Yeah. At first, Deodrande and Drande... Her name's hard for me to pronounce, I'm sorry. At first, Day and Rande simply demanded that some couples turned their children over to other couples, grandparents or other guardians, so they'd qualify to leave on her spaceship. <laughs> yeah. However, that didn't turn out to be enough, and things became violent. Between 1989 and 1993, members of Superior Universal Alignment are believed to have sexually assaulted, mutilated, or killed at least 19 boys, six of them died, and five were never found while the rest escaped, though some had been drugged and mutilated, including castration. That's horrific. These poor kids. Uh, uh, It took 11 years for Brazilian police to gather enough evidence to bring Dea Andrade to trial. Along with four male members of her cult, many of whom were prominent citizens in the remote Amazonian community. While all four of the men connected to the boys' murders were sentenced to decades in prison, Dea Andrade was acquitted of all charges because she wasn't in the area when the crimes were committed. And weirdly enough, D'Andrande's superior universal alignment still has an active presence online. She's the big C word. That's all I gotta say. The big C. (laughs) Yeah. It's, uh... We're not talking about cutie. No. It rhymes with blunt. Yeah. Uh, That was a short article, but it gives you kind of an overview of this psychopath's I guess reign when she had all these people brainwashed in her superior universal alignment because apparently people who hear from extraterrestrials are smarter than everybody else and people were actually dumb enough to follow her and her teachings. A bunch of dumbasses. Yep. Ugh. Bunch of lemmings. 
Yeah, basically. Your turn, Hugh. Oh. UFO cult that murdered 19 boys because they thought they were evil. Yeah. CulturaCollectiva.com by Maria Isabel Carrasco, April 27, 2017. Okay. Cool. The Amazon rainforest is home to some of the most dangerous species in the world. This emblematic and mysterious jungle has been seen as a land of secrets and dangers. However, no one expected this, this place was going to be the setting of one of the darkest, brutal, and most shocking crimes in Brazilian history. In 1989, mm -hmm. the Amazonian town of Altamira received a sudden increase to, of reports of missing children. Not having clear clues about their disappearances, the authorities couldn't do anything about it. By 1993, <laughs> the reports rose to 19 missing children from 8 to 13 years old with no trace or a clue to find them. By that time, the bodies of five children were found dead with signs of torture and castration. Yeah. It yeah. was determined that these murders were connected to the medical guild because the castration seemed to be made by a medical expert. However, other than that, there was no evidence. The Great. authorities opened an investigation and began to connect the dots between the murders and the missing children. The bodies of the boys were identified as homeless children who worked on the streets but most of the missing ones had been reported by their families. This fact unsettled and confused the detectives in charge of the investigation who thought that both cases couldn't be related because who could be so depraved? Mm-hmm. Okay. Their, yeah. All their efforts were futile until one day, one boy came to them and explained how he had escaped from his captors. There's another version stating that two boys managed to escape after being castrated. However, there are no official Ugh. records of this, and there's only one confirmed name, Wanderly Pinero, who testified in the trials. The brutality Pinero described seemed as if ripped from the pages of a horror novel. Some of the atrocities he suffered were torture, rape, castration, and mutilation. He also explained that some other children were stabbed to death, and their organs were extracted and sold to the black market. Some unofficial versions state their captors even ate the organs, but no one has been able to confirm this. Brazilian society was shocked when Pinero identified them, since all were respected members of society. He named two doctors, a wealthy businessman, a police officer, and their leader of a religious cult, Valentina de Andrade. That big C word. Valentina de Andrade was the leader of the Superior Universal Alignment UFO cult which believed the world was coming to an end and only those who followed her precepts could be saved. She stated she was contacted by extraterrestrial beings that warned her about the inevitable doom. However, <laughs> if she spread their word, they would send a spaceship to collect all her followers. In 1981, mm -hmm. De Andrade started preaching about these new religious precepts, which assured God doesn't exist and Jesus was an alien messiah, who had arrived to Earth to teach us about enlightenment and love. Moreover, she was convinced that male children born, born after 1981 were the embodiment of evil and they had to be exterminated as a payment to these beings who would save them. Since nice. it all happened on a remote town, it took over 11 years to solve the case. There are no official numbers since media gave different versions, but out of the 19 missing children, five were never found. The authorities <laughs> captured four of the identified captors, but De Andrade managed to flee the country. After some years, she was finally arrested, and the five main responsible for these murders were charged for the murders of only five children. 
However, four of them were prosecuted for these crimes. The leader of the group managed to escape from justice once again when she presented a very convincing alibi. She stated that she wasn't in town during the murders uh, when the murders took place. She was mm -hmm. exonerated and now she's happily guiding her increasing flock of followers who simply ignore these crimes. One of the main problems with religion and groups guided by these charismatic leaders is that they impose their ideals to their followers until convincing and also forcing them to obey their commands. Valentina de Andrade was never imprisoned because others were made to do the dirty work. There's some sort of fascination towards these crime stories and their perpetrators up to the point that there's a museum that exhibits the impact of these cases on society. Yeah, she's, hmm. she's a complete psycho. And yeah. she's got a bunch of dumbasses, a band of dumbasses that do all of her idiotic This makes know, me think of Charles Manson, works. which we are going to talk about in another article here, but he did the same thing. He had yeah. all his followers basically do the murder for him. He actually... I don't think he actually physically committed any murder. But Not he, that I know of. Yeah, he basically brainwashed these women to go do his bidding for him and they listened they listened to him <laughs> as the ramblings of a madman so yeah, he, he was a nut yes is that it for that article that's it for that article all righty moving on to article numero trace this was taken from the criminalcode.com and talking about manson it's called move over manson there's a new cult leader in town that, that just was a perfect bridge going into this next article. Written by the Criminal Code user Clarissa on November 21st. There was no year provided, so I apologize. Mm. I don't know how I current this is. assume it's recent. Yeah. Start of article. In the wake of Charles Manson's death, there has been a lot of talk about cults, cult leaders, and their followers. Unlike cult leaders that kill their followers, and then in parentheses, or convince them to commit suicide, Manson was a bit of an out... Outlier? Outlier? Outlier. Outlier. Instead, Manson encouraged his followers to kill others in order to state, sate, satiate, basically, his yes. fantasies of revenge. And the way in which Manson did this was diabolically clever because, as it has been recounted, Manson never actually murdered a person himself. There you go, that answers my question. Despite this fail-safe, quote-unquote, Manson was convicted of first-degree murder for directing the killings. He was guiding these dumbass women to do his bidding yeah, bunch of lemmings yeah yep. but what if such a person existed and because they hadn't raised a finger themselves they were not convicted but set free this person does exist and her name is valentina de andrande valentina de andrande began her meteoric rise to infamy in a small amazonian town in 1981 it was that year that she began receiving quote-unquote messages it began small enough, just impressing neighbors with her fortune-telling talents. Fortune-telling talents. That's a tongue twister. I can't say that. <laughs> and minor displays of clairvoyance. But soon, the messages began taking on a darker tone. Nice. That is a dark tone. Yeah. Valentina began preaching to anyone that would listen that the world was going to end soon. So, she began a church of sorts called the Superior Universal Alignment. Her mission was to inform those who would listen that God did not exist, Jesus was an alien, and she was an entity of quote-unquote light, love, and truth, sent to educate the masses. More so, misguide the masses. Yeah. One, 
<laughs> One tenet that was central to her teachings was that all children born after 1981 were reincarnations of evil. This meant that any of Valentina's followers who had children born on January 1st, 1982, or later, were supposed to abandon them in order to gain salvation, which was to leave Earth on a spaceship before the end of days. And, uh, side note, this is, a lot of this is repetitive, but each article gives more information than the next, so we're including them all. So there you go. You're gonna be a pro at, <laughs> at knowing the story. However, when Valentina's first date for the rapture came and went with nary a peep, her followers began to grow concerned. So, naturally, Valentina upped the stakes. She accused her followers of not proving their loyalty and of not believing strongly enough. She told them that if they were to unequivocally demonstrate their adherence to her teachings that the ship would finally come. That's when the children began disappearing. In all, 19 children went missing and five dead bodies were found between 1989 and 1993. The children were all males between the ages of 8 and 13. Each had been tortured, raped, and then stabbed to death. Ugh. Additionally, the bodies had been mutilated with their genitals and some vital organs removed. Ah, so they were alive when all this happened. Oh, that's mm. horrific. The public panicked at the discoveries and the police struggled to pinpoint who might be doing such a thing. Luckily, nine-year-old, and I, I'm pretty sure this is the name you mentioned, I don't know how to pronounce it, Vandalici Pinheiro, <laughs> something like yeah. that, escaped his, like that. Yeah, escaped his captors and went straight to the authorities. He was able to identify his captors, including Valentina. Four of the men pointed out were arrested immediately, but Valentina escaped custody by fleeing the country. By 2003, five of her followers had been put on trial and convicted to life sentences behind bars. But Valentina was in the wind for 11 years. When she was finally brought back to Brazil to stand trial, and a salacious trial it was, Valentina stood accused of the slaying of at least 19 young boys. Her teachings were brought out for everyone to hear, and, by all accounts, the public was appalled and pushing for her to be found guilty. All except for the jury, that is. Are they dumbasses too? Are they. Is the yeah, jury it seems like part they're of dumbasses. it? Idiots. All members of her cult. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. By a vote of six to one, majority is all that is needed in Brazil, Valentina was acquitted of all charges. The swaying factor had been the doubt that her defense team raised about whether or not Valentina was in the country at the time of the murders. I'm not sure what Valentina de Andrade is doing today, but as of 2009, she was preaching again in Argentina, and her website is still currently up and active. So that's, that's the author's opinion on it. But e Author's so note, they were born in 1976. Yeah, the author was born <laughs> in 1976. I guess that makes them safe. Yeah. Um, that one person was the only rational person on that freaking jury. Yeah. What is wrong with the other six dumbasses? Yeah. <laughs> dumbasses. Alrighty yeah. then. Now we move to religionnewsblog.com. Satanic cult leader acquitted in mutilation murders of boys. And this is dated Saturday, December 6th, 2003. Well, current. A jury in an Amazon state acquitted the leader of a satanic cult on Friday in connection with the murder and sexual mutilation of several young boys. The jury voted 6-1 to one to acquit the 75-year-old Valentina Andrade, who was accused of planning and ordering the mutilations and killings as part of a black magic ritual, a court official said by telephone, from Belém. 
2,400 kilometers northwest of Rio de Janeiro. Andrade was charged in the killing of three boys and the castration of two more. Four of their defendants were convicted in earlier trials in connection with the killings and mutilations, which occurred in the western Amazon city of Altamira between 1989 and 1992. They are serving sentences ranging from 30 to 70 years in prison. At least 14 boys ranging in age from 12 to 17 were believed to have been abducted over a period of four years. Six were found dead with their sexual organs missing. She probably chewed them off. Just thinking, you know. <laughs> God. Three more were mutilated but survived and five more are still missing. The defendants, who authorities said were members of an alleged satanic cult, cult group, I should say. I shouldn't or, laugh at that, but just the way you said it. Well, she's sick. <laughs> probably you know, chewed it off. Mental defective. <laughs> Known yeah. as the Superior Universal Alignment Sect, were charged in three murders and two mutilations. The gruesome killing shocked Brazil when they were first reported and sparked fear in the farming community in the heart of the Amazon rainforest. Okay, and that's that's pretty much it for that article. It just once again kind of goes over the psychotic tendencies of this broad. Psycho and, uh, bitch. Yeah. Uh, it's good like, lord. Yeah. yeah the uh, fact what's that going she on? was the fact that she was acquitted. I mean, okay. I understand your argument that she wasn't physically there. She didn't actually hurt these, well, as far as we know, these boys. She still right. guided it. She still directed it. She's basically she's basically an accessory to these crimes. So why is she not being charged with that? I mean, I know it's a different country. They probably have different laws, obviously different rules. But still, that's justice. You put people who are at fault... And you provide justice to the people who were wronged. And in this case, the person who is at fault is completely getting off the hook. And that's complete bullshit in my eyes. I mean, I feel, I feel so bad for the not only the boys, the ones that were slaughtered, the ones that actually survived. Imagine the trauma they're suffering through, if, if they're still around. And then imagine the trauma that those poor families of those boys who both were tortured, raped, slaughtered, and then the ones that survived. Imagine how those families feel. You know, they probably blame themselves to some extent, like most parents do. If their child gets hurt or something happens, they're like, I could have done something different. Just, to, I don't know, I'm just being empathetic here that just imagine how they feel. That's got to be horrific. And this woman is a total C, the C word to the extreme. She's the definition yes. of it. You look her up in the book, that's her. So lots of negative things to say about this woman, but I'm going to keep it somewhat PG-13 and not <laughs> say the actual word. But no, we don't big, have to. It reminds me of an word. old joke about uh, three streets in Chicago that uh, rhyme with the name of a uh, female body part. You ever hear that one? No. Okay. Enlighten me. <laughs> Regina, Polina, and Lunt. <laughs> yeah, she would be the Lunt. Yeah. I've never even I'd heard of those streets. The Are those real? Is that that's a joke? So it's they can't. It's a joke, but real? the streets are real. Yeah. Oh my god, I've never came across those. We should look that up and see if there's any crimes tied to those inappropriately named streets. Well, that might actually work. <laughs> yeah, People, I'm sure we you, could find you, some. Yeah, you're present for the brainstorming of our show operation. <laughs> yes, there's lots of stuff happening in yeah. our brains. Now we'll go take a nap. Yeah, I overworked it. This was a much shorter one, but I. Compared to the last episode, that one was, what, almost 40 minutes long? This one will yes. be a little shorter, a little bit easier to digest, but 
the content will not be easy to digest. This one was pretty bad. I never even heard of this. Um, I never even heard of this cult before. And when I found it, I was like, oh my God, how did I not hear about this? This is horrific. This woman's well, a psycho bitch. Like, yeah, psycho. I'm sure there's plenty of more of these, plenty more of Ugh. these goofball cults out there that we don't even know exist. Oh, and, there's tons uh, of them. Underground oh, yeah. ones. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Just, yeah. Yeah, this lady was crazy. I, I'm pretty sure she was either <laughs> tripping out on acid. She was hallucinating, clearly. Or she had a very vivid dream. She probably ate something bad before she went to sleep and had a real vivid dream. I've had that happen. And it's like, I wake up, I'm like, what the hell was my dream? What was my brain doing? <laughs> that reminds me of a Christmas girl. All right. Yeah, but it's like, that's that has to be the case. Like, who in their right mind would say that boys after 1981 were pure evil and had to be killed? I think she had some sort of resentment towards these boys of this age for some reason. Who knows? But I think there's more to the story than we probably will ever know. But crazy bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard, I mean, just as an aside here, in the world of politics, some, I think it was a lady from Alabama... She's a representative or something. Brought mm. up about forcing uh, men after their third child or at the age of fifty, they have to get vasectomies. It's almost what? like a forced, for yeah, forced mutilation thing going on there. Yeah, trying to what, pass what? that bill in their little state congress. No. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's like another weird cult move. But yeah, be just, like, you uh, are not allowed to procreate after this date yeah. or after this age. No, we will not permit <laughs> it. We will sterilize you. Yeah. Okay. All I right. There's worse, worse ways of accomplishing that. I don't even want to think about it. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, what happened to these poor boys? The castration. That's yeah. That's probably worse. I mean, it is worse. I shouldn't say oh, probably. Yeah. It is. It's worse. Especially yeah. if they were actually conscious when this happened. And it kind of leads on that, yes, they were conscious. And they were still alive when they did this horrible act to these kids. And then they brutally killed them. So, sick bastards. Don't be brainwashed yeah. by cults, people. That's all I got to say. Otherwise, you're Satan dumbass. scumbags. Yeah, yeah you're dumbass. All right. That's the end of today's episode. We hope you all enjoyed it. Hope we didn't make you puke. <laughs> <laughs> but don't forget to like this episode, share our podcast with family and friends, and rate and review us to help spread the dark cheer. Until don't next castrate time. anybody. Yeah, please don't. Or yourself. That would be yeah. horrible. Side note. Okay, before don't I try close this, this episode, home. there was a video online. It might have even been Tosh.0, but this guy, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what he was doing, but he had his ball sack on the table, and he had a gun to it, and he actually shot his nuts. <laughs> Gross! Like, what were you trying to accomplish? So, yeah, don't do that. Please, please don't, don't do that. Don't <laughs> mutilate that your own body. that might make the legislature in Alabama happy. We don't Ugh. know. Yeah, make Alabama proud. No offense <laughs> to people who live in Alabama. We're just poking fun. No, <laughs> it's a, it's not the people of Alabama. It's their, it's, it's the their... representation they got going on there. Something's yeah, wrong. and shame, I, I could be wrong. I mean, I. <laughs> Could have been Mississippi. And I Ugh. hope I'm not slandering the wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Alabama. I mean, Mississippi. Yeah, what the hell is going on? Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> like all these different states. I was totally wrong. You can fact check those people. We might be wrong on that one, on the state. But regardless, whoever it is, your political system is effed. <laughs> yes. 
So no, that, it was Alabama. It was Alabama. Yep, for sure. All right, it's been you confirmed. Were right then. Cool, Alabama, stab it. <laughs> so, all right. Until next time, everybody. Bye. Bye.